I'm your host, Emily Bolt. I'm an actor, teacher, and a new mom. Once my daughter arrived, I went on the hunt for answers to all my questions about being a working actor mom, and what did I find? Well, practically nothing. So here I am asking all the questions to try to figure out how people do it. How are mothers balancing and not balancing parenthood in this crazy industry? Join me and my amazing guests as we take a real look into the life of a working entertainment industry moms everywhere. On this episode, I'm chatting with Hannah Hines. I'm such a big fan of Hannah's. I have been following her on social media and really fell in love with her content, especially her relatable millennial content that it's pretty close to home for me. <laughs> um, this is actually my first time chatting with Hannah besides going back and forth on social media. So it was really good to just get to know her. And now I feel like we're really good friends. So it was a win-win for me. I hope she feels the same way. We chat about so much during this episode. We talk about how you know, she was married 10 years before having a baby and was really able to focus on her career and get some momentum um, for her acting career. Also, how she's married to a non-actor and how sometimes he has to help with auditions. And we talk about self-tapes and how, you know, scheduling with a baby and how it works and how sometimes it doesn't work and how important it is to have a village that you can count on and reach out to and have those people who can come help you for self-tapes or watch the baby or read with you. Uh, We also talk about how, you know, during the pandemic, having a baby is a lot and that there was a dry spell during the pandemic and she was really in mom mode and uh, we talk about the beloved day jobs (laughs) that actors have to have and how it's different to have day jobs as an actor and a mom. We talk about how her desire to want a family went from the eventual sense to the immediate sense and how that surprised her. And we talk about having to take a break during her pregnancy and having to wait longer than she expected to be able to get back into auditioning and how once she became a mother there's that huge shift of identity and a shift of priorities so this episode is just I love it I love it I hope you love it and definitely follow Hannah on Instagram and TikTok and all the places and I hope you enjoy Hannah Hines. Thank you so much first of all for coming on here I'm so excited yeah. to like actually meet you um such a big fan of all your like content and stuff on Instagram I've Thanks. been following you and it's so fun and I feel like I'm sure we're about the same age because everything you're millennial relatable is hitting home it hits real <laughs> deep <laughs> it gets me um so I'm just going to like ask you a bunch of stuff about yourself and okay. um, how it is to be a mommy in the industry because yes. I've, you know, I'm a brand new mommy in the industry and I was looking for a podcast with like helpful stuff about all of us and 
we exist. We exist. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but um, so you've been in LA for like 12 years, I think. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And your daughter is she's three and a half. Yeah. Such a scrumptious age. How old? How old is yours? I see your little crib in the background. She is 10 a uh, 10 weeks. She's not even in the crib <gasps> yet. Yeah. You're you have a 10 week old and you are like fully making a podcast. That is amazing. <laughs> because I need to ask you all of these questions. Yes. Because I I see and I'm just like, how? I mean, I'm even like, how are we here with like how did we shower today? Yes. Like, how did yeah. that happen? Uh, um spoiler alert, I didn't. <laughs> That's the answer to that. Actually, uh, same. I did I did it last night. Yeah, That's same. Very uh-huh. good. Yeah. That's the answer. <laughs> yes, that's the answer. The moms shower at night mm-hmm. after everyone is asleep. Uh, yes. What is what's your girl's name? Reese. Reese. Oh, yeah. that's such a sweet name. Thanks. Okay. So so if she's only three and a half, so you were here for a while before yes. before she came along. Yeah. And did you move out here with your husband? I did. Yeah. So uh, my husband and I are from Colorado. We met, dated, got married in Colorado. Um, and then a couple years after we got married, made the move to LA and with this, with the sole intention of me coming here for acting work. Like it was definitely a move for, for my career. Um, yeah. So we, we were, let's see here for a full eight years and married for a full 10 years before we had a child, which is like, wow. I would, I mean, I don't know what the average is, but I would imagine it's longer than most. Right. But that's awesome. You got your time together. Yes. Before your alone time together before yeah. it doesn't exist anymore. Yes. Um, and your husband is not an actor. No, he right? has a very normal person job. Mm. Um, he is, um, I guess the, the term, I'll say the term producer, which makes it sound like he's in the industry, but he's not. He's a technical producer. So he produces live events for a social media company. So um, oh, he cool. does all of the lighting, sounds, managing people, live streams, all the technical stuff. Um, so it's kind of industry adjacent in a sense. Sure. So he, he gets the demands of, of mm. it, you know, of the industry, I think to, to, to a degree. Yeah. I always, um, my husband is a writer and an actor and I'm always mm-hmm. like, it's, you know, the grass is always greener. Cause I'm like, sure. wouldn't it be so much easier if just one of us had right. a real job? That'd be <laughs> yes. great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but then on the other hand, you live with someone who you could do self tapes with, and you can bounce things I hate off it. of us. Do you? I, hate it. I can't. Oh, no. I still. I. I still can't look at him while I do self tapes. That's really? my own problem. Okay, so I'll see him sometimes <laughs> with my husband, even though by his own admission he is like I'm not an actor. I told him recently, I was like, babe, your like comedy delivery is getting really good. <laughs> like it's been so cute. Like it's from him going to just like holding the sides and just kind of like reading the lines. So like now he's kind of got like this fun little like deadpan comedy delivery that he's like, oh my God, <laughs> it's solid. I was like, great, look at you. I mean, I tried to get another actor to read off of, but if I can't, he's, he's a very willing uh, participant. So, well, speaking of, so how do you, what is your like self tape? What do you do when, like, if your kid's awake or what do you, do you wait until she goes to sleep to do self tapes? Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time uh, I wait till she's asleep, which is not my preference because it's late and I'm tired and I feel like I'm like not at my, my best. Um, 
if I have enough notice and I can secure a friend, actor friend to come read with me during the middle of the day while my daughter's preschool, that's much preferred, but like getting all those stars to align just doesn't always happen. So like, and especially if it's a short window for submission, I'll just wait mm-hmm. till she's down for the night and then we'll do my whole setup and my husband and I will do that together. But I do have a friend and a neighbor who's also an actor and she and I help each other read. So sometimes we're able to work it out during the day, but yeah, usually it's when she's asleep and I'm like, I'm toast. You know what I mean? Like it is not optimal. Yeah. You just like make it work, but woof. Yeah. How about you? What, do you, what are you doing so far? We, um, well, Preston, my husband has done, has had a lot of self tapes. Luckily <laughs> he's been auditioning like crazy, which I'm like, that's great. Also super annoying. Yes. Um, but we'll do it. Obviously she's napping mm-hmm. so much. So right. we try and do it like while she's napping, but yes. it's kind of one of those, like I'm distracted. Cause when is she going to wake up? Like, yeah, just, and you know, and, like the one day yeah. you you plan a really important audition during their nap. They like won't nap that day. Like you just, mm-hmm. it's like Murphy's law. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it's stressful. <laughs> yeah. Is it more helpful? You think if she, that your daughter now is in preschool for at least part of the time? Immensely. Like yeah. it, it was such a game changer when she was like school aged, like, yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah, that's, that sort of changed everything for me. Cause really up until and by school aged, I mean, like she went to like a nursery school, um, when she was like two and a half. Um, so it started yeah. like about a year ago. And so up until that point, really it was the pandemic. And also mm-hmm. I didn't have, I had a really long pandemic dry spell as, as an actor and a creative. And so yeah, I was like, just kind of in mom mode, like at home with her. And then she became, you know, she was like a good age for like nursery school. We felt like we could do that for at least part of the time. And then work started to come, things started to open back up. And so it all kind of happened at the same time, this sort of like integration back into being like a working, working actor. So you were pretty in the thick of it at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. She, she she had just turned one. She had just turned one. And so, you know, I'm sure you're, I mean, maybe I shouldn't assume you might be experiencing with a young baby that you're home a lot more than you normally would be. Like it can be kind of mm-hmm. isolating. You're like home a lot with them, running errands to them as a whole production. Do you know what I mean? And so for her first year of life, I was home quite a bit more than I would normally be because I had a little baby and I was like, cool. She just turned one. I'm going to like re-enter society basically. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I started like working part-time. I was like, great. And then a month after her birthday, everything shut oh. down. And I was just like, like am I? Yes. I was like, am I ever going to leave my house again? Like, I just like the stir crazy doesn't even like begin to cover it. I was like, I was yeah. yeah, I yeah. bet. Um, yeah, I bet scheduling. Cause I, is your husband, does he work at home or is he, he's away? He's, I mean, um, most in days of the somewhere. week he yeah most days of the week he goes in and then like one day a week sometimes he'll work from home yeah, yeah. so you when you do errands for the most part if she's not at school you do have to like mm-hmm. have her with you huh yes yeah 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 that's what i'm starting luckily my husband's at home so mm-hmm. we have that's kind of nice i, I can yeah. yeah i can yeah. leave and he works from home but um speaking of day jobs, I know that you've like just started, I think, did you say you were just able to like put those aside? 
like your day jobs for the most part? Yes. Within or what the was last... your like survival stuff before little babe came along? Okay. So, oh my gosh, everything. Sorry. Because that was you... like five questions. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, day jobs are an important thing to talk about. Cause we like, we need them. Right. Uh-huh. Like day jobs. And jobs, like, like with being a mom, it's like, what do yes. you, where am Bef- I? <laughs> before she was born, I worked for years for catering companies, like did the catering thing. Um, cause it was flexible and the hourly was decent, et cetera. Yeah. And then I got a job at a restaurant and I didn't ever think I would want to work in a restaurant again, but a friend of mine kind of vouched for it. She's like, no, it's family owned. They're really nice. Everyone there is really cool. And she was right. Everyone was lovely. Nice. So I was like, oh, great. I actually, I really like this as a side job. And I continued to work there for a while while I was pregnant. And then I don't remember how old she was when I started working there, like a couple shifts, like a couple nights a week, probably like six months or so. I like kind of started going back, but sadly that uh, restaurant is closed indefinitely because the pandemic, mm-hmm. like the, it got yeah. hit really hard. And Oof. so, um, yeah. So in like March of 2020, my husband's job was furloughed and, uh, the restaurant closed indefinitely. And so we both found ourselves like suddenly very unemployed, but up until mm-hmm. that point, yeah, it was like catering work, restaurant work was like kind of the main, the main thing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, so when did you decide, did you decide to try and get pregnant or did, was it a surprise or was it planned? Cause I, I don't know about you, but, um, not that anyone has, not many people have said it outright, but I did have a meeting with a manager that was like, you want, if you want kids, it's like, you can't, do, you can't do both. Or what? if you have a kid, if you have a kid and want to be, have a su- successful career, you're not going to be the mom you want to be. And I was what? like, not, we're not picking you. Thank no, you. No, I take issue with everything they said to you. Yeah. I so I'm curious yes. what your, what your fears, excitements were when you yes. found out you were pregnant, if you were trying or if it was mm-hmm. a surprise or, I mean, a, a large reason that we waited as long as we did is because I did really want to have years to devote to my career and also to just be married. And I wanted to feel like I had like some decent credits under my belt. And you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like I had a little bit of a foothold. Um, and I got into my early thirties and part of me knew that I wanted to be a parent in like an eventual sense, but like not in the immediate sense. And I was a little bit like, well, gosh, I really hope that instinct for wanting it in the immediate sense arrives at some point. Cause like, you can't wait <laughs> sure. forever, you know? Yeah. Um, and truthfully, I mean, it's, it'll sound so bizarre maybe, but like, it just arrived like this desire to start our family, like kind of. Mm-hmm. out of nowhere I I mean like truly it was just like oh like I think I think it might be time to I don't that, know that it, clock just ticked for you <laughs> it did and it's like hi I'm here <laughs> yeah I don't know it suddenly it felt like oh I don't want this in the eventual sense like I actually want this like kind of in the near future like and so um we were very fortunate in that the moment we started trying, we got pregnant. Like, <laughs> I know that like, that's saying everybody. I hate journey. telling people. It. I know because you have to be careful because people do have like struggle with getting pregnant. And I, I don't want to mm. ever make anyone feel like cool for you. Way to go. Yeah. You know? Um, but we were fortunate and then we got pregnant right away, but also it was like the shock of my life. Like I really did not expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully the reaction of like my, my manager, for example, at the time, well, she's still my manager. 
um, I've been with her for years and years and she has a daughter. And so when I like met with her to tell her that I was pregnant, um, her response was so lovely. She was like, that's amazing. She's like, it's like the best part of my life being a mom and like her response. Cause I wasn't, I mean, I knew her really well, but you know, you just don't know how people are going to react in the industry because it does affect your availability for work among other things. And she was just 100% behind me. And I just was so grateful knowing that she was in my corner. She's just great like that. And so, yeah, I, we just sort of like, it just like, okay, well, I guess we're on this journey now. Like, wow, that happened really fast. (laughs) We just had to kind of like dive in. How, um, how far along were you, do you remember when you told your manager? Cause someone had asked me that, Mm. um, and they were on like their third and they were like, when did you tell your manager? And I was like, oh, I told him right away. Cause yes, it's not, not going to happen. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I'd tell you it. I think it was pretty early. Like, I think, I think I was like in my first trimester, you know what I mean? Like, I think it was like pretty, pretty early on. I met up with her and was just like, here's what's happening. Yeah. Um, So did you, did you notice any, like while you were pregnant, did you do like more, uh, more auditions from being pregnant? Were you worried about like being pregnant and not getting auditions? It was, so let's see I I didn't show until probably like five and a half months you know like first baby and so um I was auditioning for non-pregnant stuff I think up until like month six and it that was like right around it was the fall of that year and so it was episodic season so actually I had like a really good like cluster of auditions not for pregnant roles but I just like kind of hit a stride it was like oh great stuff coming in there's like, there was an office that was bringing me back for a show, like a number of times, which I was really pumped about. Um, and I, once I got about halfway through my pregnancy, I had some really difficult complications. Thankfully my baby was fine, but I ended up on okay. modified bed rest for most of my third trimester. And so that curbed any acting opportunities, obviously, because I was right. not feeling great. And so, um, so I auditioned as long as I was able to, and then had to just say, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna like sit this out until I'm feel ready again. And my reps were understanding about that, of course, because it's not something that I could really control. So yeah, so much out of our control, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, then when, what, after she was born and everything, when did you start getting back into it? I think so. Um, I had, I had a difficult third trimester and then I had a difficult physical postpartum recovery because of some mm-hmm. of the complications I was dealing with in the third trimester. So in addition to, you know, the baby goes to the pediatrician, like so much in those like early weeks, but I also right. had a lot of appointments and was like physically recovering. And so it was longer than I had expected. I think I was probably like, she was five or six months old before I was like, okay, thumbs up. Like, let's, let's get back in into this. So it was longer than I had wanted or anticipated, but it was also fine because the first several months are like pretty intense with a little baby. And so, um, yeah, I want to, I don't remember exactly, but I think it was around like five or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. were you nervous, like coming back? Because I feel like once it starts again and it's like, I don't know how you feel, but like, I'm nervous about 
once if once uh, you know you want the parts and you want mm-hmm. all this and mm-hmm. then it's like oh shit what do I do when I get it yes <laughs> yes the have you found that me, to be difficult the logistics made me more nervous than anything like going back and starting auditioning and stuff like not so and when she was about six months old this was pre-pandemic so we were still auditioning in person so I was like oh my gosh like wh- logistically, how am I going to arrange last minute childcare and go to auditions and that kind of thing. And I, right. I basically built like a list of like, like six or seven people deep of close friends or people I trusted that I talked to about, Hey, can you be on my like call list of like, I got a last minute audition. You can come watch the baby for like a couple of hours, like that kind of thing. Got them all kind of like, I had like a little note in my notes app, like, okay, here are my people. Yeah. So when the audition comes, I can like go down my list and like find somebody to come and watch her for a couple hours. Um, Cause at that time, my husband wasn't working a job where he could be f- working from home very much at all. And so that was kind of how I navigated it. But like, it's messy, right? Like, yeah, you gotta, you yeah. have that tribe. Um, now this might be, I don't know. Um, <laughs> do you, because I'm curious, cause my, I feel like I don't have, I have a ton of people, uh, some people that I could ask to babysit. Luckily, mm-hmm. you know, my husband can do it all the time, right. but <laughs> this is odd, but do you pay the, your friends? <laughs> cause I feel odd about it. Cause what, cause a girl I work with, she was like, if you ever need a babysitter and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, thanks. And then I was like, wait, yeah, I, and then, hmm. <laughs> So we don't, I don't know what your situation is, but we don't have grandparents in state. Like we moved to oh, Canada. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's like the wild west out here. You're just like, Oh, <laughs> what do I do? Um, no. so I would usually with my close friends, I would still offer. And some of them who had like years and years of nanny experience would accept like some payment. Some sure. would be like, no, don't worry about it. And then my really good friend's mom lived around the corner from us. And she, because I wasn't as close to her, of course, I offered to pay her and she would let me pay her, but not very much. Like, mm. you know what I mean? So I would offer and like, it was kind of like a very, to varying degrees. And, and now I feel like with everything remote, you don't have to like worry about that as much unless you book. Right. Cause then you're like, sure. And going yeah. to set, but, um, but yeah, so I would, I would offer. Um, and then some would be like, yeah, you can throw this, you know, Venmo me, whatever. And then some would yeah. be like, no. And, you know, so it's kind of, it was variable depending on who it was and, and also how long, like some of them were pretty like quick and some of them might be gone a few hours if it was across town, you know what I mean? So I kind of right. by that too. Yeah. 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 Just don't assume to not pay someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would always, I would always <laughs> offer. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. We're, we're flying solo here too. So I feel, yeah. And I've been a nanny for the past bajillion years okay. and I know how much nannies cost. And That's I'm like, lot. well, I'm not, I can't pay anybody yeah. what I charge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, for sure. I can barely pay them half of what I charge. <laughs> um, but you know, but I've stopped doing that since having the baby. Cause I was like, that's feels odd to do when I have my yeah. own, but yeah, you know, I can see that. I, so that was your, that was your like survival job was naming. Yeah. I also work at a children's theater. So I got okay, lots cool. of kids happening. Yeah. <laughs> lots, lots, of of kids, lots of kids going on. Um, so I'm what, uh, I know obviously you haven't been through all of the stages of 
your child's childhood, but do you, what do you think like the ages so far that have been more difficult or like, or easier or some that like people think like the terrible twos are the worst, Mm -hmm. but you thought maybe newborn is the worst Mm -hmm. or, or, or best. Maybe, maybe we don't say worst. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, things can be the worst. Yeah, we can can be be honest about it. We can be honest about it. Um, for me personally, the newborn stage was was the hardest. Um, yeah, largely not necessarily because she wasn't a difficult baby, but because, like I had mentioned, I'd had some physical complications and like a rough physical recovery from birth. So, what made it really difficult was that I was simultaneously juggling this massive life change and all the things that come with having a baby and then also not feeling great at all. And so for me, it was brutal. Like the first, I like just being frank, like the first three or four months were really, really hard. Um, I had a really great co-partner in my husband. He's, he's really good about just like getting in there and helping with whatever. And he was able to take like seven weeks off of work. And so I wouldn't have been able to do it without him truly. And my mom came and stayed with us for a while as well. So for me, the newborn stage was really hard. And also because I think, I I don't know what it's like to go from having one child to two or et cetera, but I, but Mm -hmm. going from none to one was just the most massive shift in my identity, um, like a complete reorganization of all of my life priorities coupled with like the huge love that you feel, but also the exhaustion, but also the, you know what I mean? Like it it truly like was a seismic shift. And so all of that at once made the newborn phase really, really hard in my personal opinion. Um, I have friends who are like, love the newborn phase. They sailed (laughs) through it, no breastfeeding issues at all. And they're just like, Oh, I could snuggle them forever. I'm like, Oh my God, that I could not pay me to relive that three months of my life. Like you just couldn't. Whereas for me, my favorite, favorite was like one to one and a half is just mm-hmm. the best. Cause they're still cute, squishy. They have some baby qualities, but they're also babbling and like running around and you're getting to know their personality more. And they're not doing like the toddler tantrums quite yet. Like where they go like nuclear on you out of nowhere. So it's like, Oof. it's just, it's kind of best of both worlds. You get like the best of the baby stuff and like the best of the toddler stuff, like at the same time. So for me, oh, that was, I'll that was together. Oh, it was the best. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> And I really enjoy, I'm enjoying the bigger years, bigger by bigger. I mean like three Yeah. because you feel like you really are getting to just like uncover or like get to know who this little person is. And it's really, yeah. really thrilling to see what they're excited about and interested in. And they say funny things and are also very <laughs> sweet and affectionate. And I don't know, I, I am really enjoying like the latter toddler years, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Would you, have you ever auditioned with her or done any family stuff? Cause I know, um, I know you don't share her on social, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but that's always a weird thing. Cause we had like an audition for my, when she was eight weeks old and I was like, this, oh, really? seems, this seems weird. Yeah. Also, I'm not going to bring her around people yet. <laughs> sure, right. But yeah, I'm curious I, if you've ever or not, would ever or right. I'm not super comfortable with the idea of just her auditioning, like not as a part of our family unit. And she hasn't really expressed like she doesn't seem to have the same like 
flair for performing that I had from a very young age <laughs> where we have different temperaments. And so I wouldn't be super comfortable with that, but we have done a few like family auditions, especially when my husband and I were both fun employed in the pandemic and they would be want real families quarantining together to audition together. We did like a few self tapes. I did one with her and I, this one then last year, it was like a cute little scene. I don't remember who the client was, but I like open a greeting card and um, she's like just playing kind of nearby. Like um, we got a call back for that and that was fun. And I pulled a little card out of my yeah. backpack and she crawled up and she was like, what's that? You know what I mean? Like not scripted, but she just, well, I, I've done that a little, we haven't booked anything together. And frankly, I'm fine with that. Like, yeah, I, I think as she gets bigger, I'm like less and less interested in involving her in it. I was kind sure. of hoping maybe we could get some mom baby stuff just like, cause that would be like nice. Cause I was already with her all the time, but yeah. yeah. So <laughs> she's, she like is involved a little bit, but we haven't really like work, worked together. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know now you're, you're writing a lot. And yes. so have you, had you always had an interest or did that like, just, is that a new thing? It's or? very new. And I, like, I always hesitate about like how honest I should be. Cause I don't, I'll, I'll explain. Um, up until a year ago, it wasn't even really screenwriting wasn't really on my radar. Like I had written a short, um, that we'd filmed while I was pregnant with Reese. It had nothing to do with me being pregnant. And I was still early enough that it didn't, yeah. like you couldn't tell. Um, and so, and I had started writing a feature while I was pregnant with her that I never finished. So I just kind of had come to the conclusion, like, you know what? Acting is a lot. Acting while being a mom is a lot. I don't, I don't really know the screenings for me. Um, and then the stars kind of aligned and a longtime industry contact of mine um, and a friend got a job in creative development um, for made for TV romantic comedies. He knew that I knew that genre really well. He knew my writing. He knew my acting. And he was like, hey, I just got this new job. Um, I'm putting together a slate of writers. This is like last December. And he was like, if you ever wanted mm -hmm. to pitch anything, you know, let me know. And I was like, kind of like, thanks, but no thanks. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't really write. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't yeah. really seize that opportunity initially. But the more that I thought about it, I kind of had this like niggling, like, well, maybe. And so I started to put together titles and log lines of like several ideas that I had and just like floated them to him. Like, is this in the ballpark of what you would be interested in? And he was like, yeah. yes, this is exactly in the ballpark. Long Amazing. story short, I ended up, I ended up formally pitching a feature concept um in January of this year and uh he forwarded it to his boss and they bought it um and so I that's amazing it was it was truly like mind-blowing and so I then embarked on writing this feature film that had been purchased um and they um so I wrote it in the spring and then they shot it in the summer and then I just a few weeks ago pitched and sold another feature concept and I'm now writing that for them so that's incredible it was, it was like a thank you it was a very very unexpected shift into something new that has been really wonderful and like life-giving and great that I just really didn't see coming at all so yeah that's yeah and I hesitate to tell the story out. and I hesitate to be honest because I know many people really fight for those kinds of opportunities for many years. It'd be kind of like if I had sure. a friend who was like, I'm going to try acting. And then their first audition mm -hmm. was like 
a series regular and they booked it, I'd be like, yeah, are you kidding me? And so I, I don't, it's the same thing with becoming pregnant where you're like, ah, yes, just happened. Like, I don't, Sorry. I don't want to be a jerk, but like, that's just mm-hmm. how it happens. That's how it happens yeah. for me. And I'm really, <laughs> really grateful. Um, and I'm now screenwriting full-time basically in addition to acting and content creating. So, so yeah. How do you do all of that? Do you, and like your content, you're always putting out content, which Thank you. I thoroughly enjoy. Oh, I'm um, so glad. Please, please continue. Where do you find the de- Do you sleep? Do you eat? Um, what? I don't. Yeah, I'm all it's a, like, it's a lot. Um, brass tax is that once I sold this second feature concept, we decided we were going to put my daughter in full-time preschool. Cause I was like, I have a full-time mm. workload now and I need full-time support. And now that I'm being paid, I can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me as a, as a mom, frankly, just full-time childcare is became necessary and we decided to go that route. So yeah. I now am in the months to, through basically through the end of this year, have carved out a Monday through Friday work week for myself. And that gives me the time and space to write, deal with any, you know, tape, any auditions, do any acting content creation that comes along. That being said, even with that much childcare, I, I still currently am really struggling to, to juggle it. Like, I, I I don't know that I'm doing it very gracefully. I just kind of, I'm like, okay, I, my main priority is whatever deadline I'm committed to. Like right now I have a writing deadline in a couple of days. So like that's priority number one. And then if I think of a TikTok Mm -hmm. or a real idea, then I'll film it really quick when I want like a little brain break from writing and I want to do something else. And as auditions come up, I'll prioritize those. So I just kind of like, shift in and out. I just like shift it out of those different things somewhat yeah. as fluidly as I can. I, I have to. Um, yeah. And then like content that takes me longer to make, like the more involved reels and TikToks that tend to perform better. I, I like this week, for example, I don't, I have ideas for some, but I don't know when I'm going to do them. I might have to just wait till the weekend and just like film a few of them. And I can't, I don't have a content creation schedule because it's the lowest priority because the other jobs gotcha. are like more pressing commitments and pay me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. well, I guess before we wrap it up, thank you so much for your time. Yes, Thank you for having me so much. Yeah. Um, what is something that you would share with, with moms? Just that's like, what's like, um, something that's saving you. Mm. Besides, oh, I know you said childcare, but like yes. anything that you were like, oh, this was a life, a, a saver or yes. two. I'll, I'll give you advice. two. I'll give you two. Um, the first one is quick and it's like, a, it's a product plug because like the snoo <laughs> saved my take life. It. You know, the, the snooze, the snoo, it's like a, it's like a smart bassinet that like makes white noise oh. and like moves your baby around. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like this is not sponsored. I just like <laughs> with this new, it sounds like a commercial, but it's not, I swear. My baby starts sleeping through the night at like seven weeks old. And like that sleep is life-changing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So anyway, that for me was like, listen, moms, like if you if you feel like you want to snoo, just throw down for it. Like just do it. Yeah. Um the other thing that I would say has been hugely instrumental and really saves me is that when I was like three or four months postpartum and just very overwhelmed by all the massive changes my life had undergone, I sought out therapy. Like I started seeing Mm. a therapist and I found someone who specialized, who was a mom and also specialized in working with women who were new moms. 
because I wanted someone who had like a level of understanding about just the the massive shift that you undergo and truly like that has therapy has helped me navigate the the motherhood journey in a a huge way um so Mm -hmm. I would say that if if you're a mom who's feeling like you need a place to process or you're dealing with like mom guilt or how even just how to prioritize you need someone to like be a sounding board I just can't recommend therapy enough pro pro therapy that's what I would say me too I took like a little break my um I second that wholly my therapist was like the week before I was induced she was like now just we'll take a break just like Mm-hmm. keep me posted when you mm-hmm. want to come back. You might want to mm-hmm. take time. And I was like, I had her, I can see. <laughs> yes. Can I, can I come back in now? Please? I was like, got it. We're good. <laughs> I, I'm good. Helpful. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And I, I really like that has, that's like my big piece of advice is like, I know that there are barriers to care, although, you know, there are ways you can find this to be less expensive, but if you're able, I would say, and there were times where I couldn't get childcare and she was baby and she would just come with me to therapy. Like, we just made it work, you know, sure. because it was or so Zoom. helpful for me. Yeah. I just or Zoom. did Zoom. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I a lot of, Zoom. that wasn't, that wasn't as much of a thing, I guess, when she was born, but yes, during the pandemic, yeah. I did some Zoom therapy and it seems to work just as well, you know, like talking to yeah. on your computer. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I yeah. wish you just all the best of luck in everything. And I look forward to seeing all of your content and thank you and your, your, I wish you just the best of luck. And thank I you appreciate so much for you having me. Yes. Yeah. I was so excited when you said you were creating this podcast. Cause I feel like this is something that I really could have used early on that does has not existed. And so I, I think it's going to take up like a wonderful space for women who, who are looking for this kind of resource. And that is a look into mommy wood. Thank you so much to my guest and a special thank you to my producer, Cecilia Tripp with Laura Canyon Creative. And thank you to Edith Mudge for my theme music. And don't forget to follow Mommy Wood Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And please leave a nice review and a few stars while you're at it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mommy Wood and take care.